Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And welcome into the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070. WKOK, we hope you had a terrific weekend. Sean Carey, Steve on his way into the Sunbury Motors studio as we speak. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia on the Strip, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And of course, our Monday edition always brought to you by Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com and if it's time to review your current insurance policy, whether it's auto insurance, whether it's home insurance, or even if it's renter's insurance. You want to make sure you have the right amount of coverage and the folks at Purdy Insurance will go to bat for you and give you the most customized and uh, personalized uh, policy to suit your needs, to fit your budget, and if something were to happen, they will make sure they are there for you like it happened to them. Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Well, the Stanley Cup will stay in Pennsylvania for another year. And for the first time in close to 20 years, since the 97-98 Detroit Red Wings, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, finally got an away team that beat the home team in the Stanley Cup final 2-0 last night uh, with the Pens defeating the Nashville Predators. So the Pens win in six. Just announced less than an hour ago that the championship victory parade will be in Pittsburgh at 11 on Wednesday morning and also some news that has uh, come out over the past hour and not really much of a surprise Pittsburgh Penguins goalie Marc-Andre Fleury has agreed to waive the no movement clause in his contract so that means he will be exposed when the Las Vegas team will have their expansion draft which is next week on Wednesday June the 21st actually the deadline for a team to ask a player to waive his no movement clause was today uh, Monday at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So strong likelihood uh, that he will be drafted. And, of course, uh, Fleur was the one who lost his starting job in Pittsburgh to Matt Murray. Uh, But they couldn't have won this cup without Fleury. That's for sure, especially with Fleury uh, in the spotlight uh, with Matt Murray right before the very first game of the first round matchup with Columbus. I was dealing with an injury and out for close to two series. And uh, so... It was uh, Mike Sullivan finding the right time to get uh, Matt Murray back into it. And what's Matt Murray do? Shuts out Nashville the last two games. So quite the scene last night in Nashville. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins uh, just flew back to Pittsburgh, made it in town about an hour or so ago. Uh, So the cup is back in the Berg. Coming up after our show here on WKOK, of course, we'll have the Late Day News Roundup with Sarah Benick. And then we're into Phillies baseball this evening. 
uh, as the Phillies begin a four-game series with the Boston Red Sox with uh, some interleague play. So it'll be two in Boston and then two at Citizens Bank Park. And first pitch tonight will be at 7.10. Well, the network up and running tonight at 6.35 on WKOK. And you got Rick Porcello going for the Red Sox tonight with a record of 3-8. and eight. Jared Eikhoff, desperate need of a win. He is 0-7. So if I got my numbers right, he is now 0-13 in his last Baker's Dozen starts on the mound. So since the beginning of the season, when the Phillies started 11-9, since then they are 10-31. and 31. And riding a five-game losing five-game losing streak, they were swept over the weekend against St. Louis. Uh, lost yesterday in the finale uh, by a score of six to five. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. Our toll-free number is one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can also find us online at stevejonesshow dot com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Jones PSU. And we talked about the Pens' uh, quest for the Cup and repeating its champs. Uh, we will have some Stanley Cup conversation coming up at 3.35. Kenny Albert, uh, the longtime New York Rangers play-by-play announcer on Rangers Radio Network. Uh, he also called the Stanley Cup final for Westwood One Radio. And also you catch Kenny from time to time during the season on NBCSN called the Western Finals, so he followed Nashville quite a bit over the last couple of months. Uh, So Kenny will be checking in at 3.35 this afternoon, and also, we've been talking about ESPN for the past month or so. I've been working on... So is ESPN. Yes, they have. Uh, Jim Miller, who has wrote the... uh, He wrote the definitive book on ESPN back in 2011, and we will have him on this afternoon at 4.06. So did you have a good time? Had a wonderful time. It was an honor to be part of your daughter's amazing day. Beautiful turnout. Lovely ceremony. Getting to know your brother was <laughs> was an absolute trip and a half. And uh, he, he he enjoyed his Brewers Outlet pickles last night during the Stanley Cup. Finally, he goes, boy, these are awesome. But I told him at least on two occasions, you know, one of these are for you and the other one's for Steve. So I don't know if you got the other. I don't know if you got the other. You know what? (laughs) He did offer to me the one before I left. And I said, no, you keep them both. You're not down here enough. So, yeah. So that's why I said, go ahead. It was a great time to finally, you know, meet your brother Kevin in person and get acquainted with uh, you know your in, your in-laws from Connecticut we had a great conversation during dinner and uh, oh, I'm I, sure that I'm sure that was illuminating I looked I looked over I'm sure I came out really well on that uh, one. no you came out 24 carat there's no issue there I mean geez, one, of, one of the ladies was standing on her chair waiting for Megan and Andrew to come into the room and look at and look at you walking into the room you and your lovely bride to uptown funk so that set the tone for the evening. Well, you have to you have to put together really you have to have walk up music. It's like being, it's like being a batter, you know. So you have to pick pick something that's you. That's the you know, and everyone knows in reality that probably is me inside. <laughs> I was expecting Kenny G, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's Uptown Funk. All right, you're probably expecting Chariots of Fire. <laughs> 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 I've done a few. I've done a few over the years too, where I've played the Nittany Line fight song as they've walked in the room too. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, there was no real Penn State theme to it about anything. It was, uh, you know, I mean, now Jack was there, but yes, um, 
Dick was covering the Belmont, so he couldn't make it. Um, but, um, yeah, Jack was there, and he had a good time. He enjoyed him. Oh, everybody, everybody had a great time, you know. I, mean, I was I, you know, I was washing dishes till about four a.m. Uh, <laughs> but you got to pay for it somehow. <laughs> I figured you'd been out of there by two, I, 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 two I, maybe before. <laughs> oh no, no, there's a lot more liquor glasses than I thought. Uh, t- <laughs> than I budgeted. <laughs> So Jack comes. No, Jack has a great sense of humor, right? And a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't really realize that about. But of course, everybody has a card with their name on it, what table they're at, and then a dot as to what the food is going to be. Whatever they pay, a choice of three things. So he walks up to me with his card, and of course, he took the card and he had flipped it inside out, and on the card he wrote "men's room." <laughs> and he, he looks at me he says he says he says where he said this is my seat where is it right you know he says he says he says he says this says this is my table now where is this is it's down the hall to the right he says he says are you sure that's where i'm supposed to be and i said well it has a seat in it <laughs> You and two others. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if he's if he's going to be funny, I'll play along, <laughs> and we'll have a good time with it. But we did. And by the way, Keith Mull, and I'll repeat this later in the week. But he, you put the picture up on Facebook. I did, and he commented that he couldn't wait for Kevin to be uh, back doing football picks again. Right. Well, needless to say, I have not talked to him about this. But let's face it, you and I both know that once he finds out, it's going to make his day that somebody made that comment. (laughs) (laughs) I I was wondering what Kevin he was talking about, though. I was thinking maybe he was talking about Kevin heard the suit. Oh, hopefully Kevin will be back for football picks since he was with us in the fall for the for the uh, you know for the college bowl picks. Then think, okay, which Kevin is he talking about? Well, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, Steve's brother, Kevin, he's on with us every Friday live at 435. Yeah, you're good. You don't have to wait till football season to listen to Steve's brother. And think, oh, wait, maybe he was talking about Kevin the suit. Are you insane? <laughs> uh, have the wheels come off the mental wagon? What are you talking about? <laughs> I never heard from, I, I never got a text from the suit. I hope everything went well with graduation because it was the suit's big night. It was. It was. Actually, <laughs> oh, wait, I, I mean, I'm sorry. It was suit lights big night. Sorry. Actually, right as I left, right as I left the reception on Saturday night, I was just getting out on Atherton Street and I looked down at my phone and it was the suit. But he goes, "Are you watching this IndyCar race?" And it's like, I, "I'm just leaving the reception. <laughs> I'm not home yet. <laughs> Come on, we're painting the town up here." <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Having fun as opposed to being a hostage. (laughs) Actually, I watched a little bit of the IndyCar race once I got home. Really? I saw five laps. They had like, I don't know, I think it was 160-something. And so they had 
what eighty something laps to go. I'm like, I'm not watching this. He's like, you should see the you should see the passing going on in this race. I can't believe it. <laughs> what the heck's he talking about? There's a huge wreck. I mean, they wrecked. You know, it's like <sighs> maybe it was before the wreck. I don't know. Well, I look at the full body of work. I mean, you know, it, it's, they're crashing into each other. How good can it be? <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Sage, Sage Carol was nice to my kid. <laughs> okay, great. That's good. So was the janitor at school. So, <laughs> you know, hold him in high esteem, do you? All right. We've got a good fun, fun one coming up, too. Kenny's first. Yes. Right? Yeah, Kenny will be at 335. Look forward to that. Talking about the Stanley Cup and everything else. Uh, I hope Ben Bohm is doing well. Ben, of course, spotter for many years on many different things. And Ben's a God, Penn State guy. Goes back to the hockey days. Does. Yeah, so I gotta, I'm, I'll have to ask about Ben first. Uh, get to that, then we'll get to what his impression of what we just watched. Uh, the Penguins won last night. They win the Stanley Cup. Like, there's a standard rule for officials, for referee, that they lose sight of the puck, they, they blow the play dead. And for Nashville, unfortunately, that happened to him last night. Now, how it would have played out after that? I don't know. Speaking of great officiating, the NBA is coming up tonight. Oh, did you watch Game Four? Oh. Seven technicals. Your brother, your brother, and I were talking about that at uh, when we were having oh. the hors d'oeuvres on Saturday afternoon. It's like, oh my goodness, that was bad. I'm just floored that almost you know, you know, Cleveland almost puts up a fifty burger in the first quarter. There's yeah. just no defense on either side. Well, the game's different now, and that's why it's, you know, they talk about the, you know, Jordan's era and what Jordan did and so forth, and Jordan has earned every accolade he's ever received. He's earned them all. You know, and the defense was a bit different then, because now they allow much better flow to the game, better flow of passing, which has led, I think, to better shooting and, and so forth. That's why you have so many threes today as opposed to Jordan's era where they didn't. And Jordan's era, there were several games that were in the final today, 88-84. Fabulous. That was great. Um, now, if you don't clear 100, you've had a bad night. Uh, it got me to thinking of those playoff games back in the 90s when the, you know, the Knicks and Pacers oh. had the, uh, you know, those East Coast you know, rival games were just so, you know, so physical. And, and Brutal. I, I don't know if I would compare it to a tractor pull, but maybe now, you know, seeing what oh. numbers are up now. Here it is, two minutes ago at seventy-seven, seventy-six. I'm like, oh no! All right, all right. Kenny Albert, and then we're going to have uh, Jim Miller on the show. We're looking forward to that. Uh, so a lot going on. Matt Leon on Philadelphia. We'll get him on final part of the show as well. And uh, it's going to be a big week. Jerry Dulac's on the show tomorrow. The U.S. Open. How about that? I'm looking forward to that very, very much. Minor league baseball around our area gets rolling a week from today. Williamsport will play State College, and then on Tuesday, eight days away, the opener at Williamsport. A lot of high school baseball going on today. High school softball getting down to the 
who's going to be in the PIAA Finals, which will be at Medler Field. So plenty going on. And the Warriors play the Cavs tonight. We get to read all the stories about, can the Cavs do it? Can they? You are who you are. The Cavaliers are not a team that, that hits 25 threes in a game. That's 75 points. That should be your first tip as to how I feel about tonight's game. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance. For the month of June, the word is out about Sunbury Motors Kia, and the word is no. That's right. No. As in no interest, 0% financing for up to 66 months. And no payments till November on all 2017 Forte, Souls, Optimas, and Serenos. And SMC has them clearly sale priced on the window. 2017 Souls starting at 15328 Forte starting at 15947 Optimas starting at 19997 And 2017 Serenos starting at 23894 And with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, you'll see why Sunbury Motors Kia is into no in a big way. No hassles. No pressure. No problem. Sunbury Motors Kia on the Golden Strip at Hummel's Wharf or at sunburymotorskia.com and say yes before someone else gets your Kia. Tax and tax extra. 0% financing or qualified customers to KMF. Restrictions apply. Or see the limited powertrain warranty. For details, the retailer go to kia.com. Who can say no to that? <laughs> Just let me know when the suit gets there, all right? No, he's here. Well, then give him a message from me. Okay. And I want I want you to repeat this to him. He's listening. Ex- exactly the way I... No, I want you to repeat it to him. Oh, okay. All right. Don't miss anything. Go sell something. <laughs> well, I got him halfway out the room. <laughs> how, was, how was graduation? Was it good? It was wonderful. That was terrific. Did you cry? Did you cry? Did mom cry? No, the football banquet is where I tear. The football banquet's when he cried. <laughs> I have 18 jokes to deal with why you cried. <laughs> so they played Rudy for him at the banquet. <laughs> In terms of playing time, that's not good. <laughs> Realistic, though. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yes. <laughs> that's that's not good. You remind me a lot of Rudy. That's not good. <laughs> well, in the end, was Friday night about him or suit light? Oh, he said without a doubt. He even told me on Friday that Friday night was going to be truly about suit light, and it stayed that way. Yes. He still firmly says senior night was all about dad. Wow. (laughs) He's nuts. The day he goes out and he runs a gasser for the kid will be the day it's about him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
gassers in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him uh, at one point on Saturday night. Did you notice all the passing in the IndyCar race during the reception? Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. They've served the A Valley for decades. They made sure they've been able to find their customers the right insurance at the right price that fits their budget. And if there's a claim, they act as if it happened to them. That's the kind of partnership you want with your insurance agents. Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And very pleased to bring in one of the truly outstanding individuals in uh, in what we do, and that is Kenny Albert. Kenny, welcome back. It's great to have you with us on the show. Thanks, Steve. How's everything? It's, uh, everything's going well. How's Ben Bowman doing? Uh, just was with him last night, and uh, for a number of days and nights during this uh, postseason run, he's doing well. Good. You, uh, next chance you get, uh, tell him I said hi. In fact, we're going to try Absolutely. and get. We should get Ben actually on the show because what he does is really important to what everybody does on the air. We should probably get Ben on the show at some point. And you and I both know he's not shy about talking. Uh, no, I think he would be a perfect guest for you, Steve. I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you now, Watch every team is an entity unto itself. They, they take on their own personalities. There's different personnel. When you look at this Penguins team this particular year, what impressed you about what they did to accomplish what they did? Well, there are so many tremendous storylines with, with regard to the Penguins. And I think when you look at just the postseason alone, uh, you know, some people say, and I didn't see any of this series in person, but some people around the Penguins feel they were outplayed by Columbus in the first round, and they still get out of that series with a 4-1 win, thanks in large part to the goaltending of Marc-Andre Fleury. Then Washington takes them to seven. Ottawa takes them to seven, double overtime in game seven. So just the resiliency uh, to win some of those big games and to do it with, with injuries, major injuries to Chris Letang and Matt Murray over the first two rounds, and then uh, the brilliant play from from their superstars, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Phil Kessel. You had a rookie, Jake Gensel, come in and lead the NHL in goal scoring during the playoffs. That's never been done. And right on down the roster, big goals from Chris Kunitz, overtime in Game 7 against Ottawa. Brian Rust with series-winning goals in the first two rounds. Patrick Hornquist last night, so... Uh, an overall tremendous team effort. Nick Benino plays with a broken leg through mm. Game 2 against yeah. Nashville. So just an impressive uh, group of players. And uh, from management on down, Mario Lemieux, Jim Rutherford, uh, Mike Sullivan and the coaching staff, uh, congratulations to the Penguins and another uh, another great run for them here in the spring. Kenny, I want to ask you about Sidney Crosby because you've seen a lot of great players during the course of your life and during the course of your career. What are a couple of things that you see in Crosby that has allowed him to be a signature player in the game right now? I think a couple of things stand out, Steve, about Sidney Crosby. His work ethic, and, and Mike Sullivan has, has talked about this from day one, and I knew Mike back when he was an assistant coach in New York with the Rangers under John Tortorella, and any time I have the opportunity to chat with him since he took over the Penguins, he talks about Crosby's unbelievable work ethic. He says he's been the 
hardest working player he's ever been around any of his stops and I heard a story the other day not from Mike Sullivan but from somebody else that apparently on Friday the day after game 5 against Nashville the Penguins win 6 nothing uh, to take a 3-2 series lead and apparently Mike Sullivan was in his office at the Penguins practice rink early on Friday morning and the players were off that day they did not have to come in and he heard some noises some clinging and clanging in the weight room and he looks in and sure enough it's Sidney Crosby uh, this deep into the playoffs, he's in there early in the morning, working hard, getting ready, and never never takes a moment off, a game off. And um, you know, you think back to some of the other superstars, whether it's Gretzky or Lemieux, and, and they were so great offensively and, and graceful and just such smart players. But with Crosby, he's in the trenches as well. Not that those guys weren't, but he's always in the trenches, down low, whether in the offensive zone, the defensive zone, doing anything that it takes to win. And I think I've always felt that when he was recovering, and you know he's still trying to play after he had a couple of concussions, he was a little more tentative and affected him. And I felt like the last two years he's let loose and gone back to being the guy before because I think he's felt more comfortable about where he is. Because let's face it, it's it's tough to come back from something like that. Right, that's a great point. And over the last two years, he's been spectacular. We led the league in goals this year. He's the first. NHL leading goal scorer to win a cup since Wayne Gretzky 30 years ago. And even when he doesn't score a goal, you know, last year in the final, he doesn't score. And he's still named the Conn Smythe Trophy winner as, as playoff MVP. He didn't have a point last night, but he was one of the most dominating players on the ice. I want to ask you a couple of big picture uh, questions about the NHL, Kenny. And that one deals with this. Last year, of course, you worked the Cup final uh, between the Pens and San Jose. So now you're talking about what San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose is what the fourth, fifth largest market in the country. Now you see Nashville, which takes it into the South with people in Georgia and Alabama getting interested. Has the last two years helped the reach of the NHL, in your opinion, or is it st- is it still too regional? I think it certainly has, uh, Steve, absolutely. And, and when you look at really the last 20 years with expansion into cities such as Nashville and and a team moving to Dallas and Phoenix and um, the success 10 years ago with Carolina winning a cup, 11 years ago, and uh, Tampa Bay winning in 2004 and the Ducks winning back in uh, 2007. So I think it certainly has had an effect. And um, a couple of things. Uh, having worked eight games in Nashville during the playoffs on both the TV and radio side, it, it was just an unbelievable atmosphere. And I think it translated on TV. You hear talk from around the country. They almost became America's team, the Nashville Predators, uh, just because of the, first of all, the underdog uh, route that they took as the eighth seed in the West, the 16th overall seed heading into the playoffs. And it was a Wrigley Field-type atmosphere in Nashville. The arena is two blocks off Broadway. All of the restaurants and establishments are right there. People go before the game. They spill out after the game. All the country music singers that were involved singing national anthems and Luke Bryan out at Tootsie's uh, last night up on the rooftop. And and another way to look at it, aside from the phenomenon that was Nashville in these playoffs, um, how about Austin Matthews, one of the top players in the league this year as a rookie, as an 18-year-old, grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. If the Winnipeg Jets never moved to... Uh, the Phoenix area, maybe a young man named Austin Matthews doesn't even start skating or playing hockey. So I think it's had an effect uh, in that perspective as well. 
Yeah, in fact, they'll tell you high school, I mean, high school or amateur hockey in California with the Kings, the Ducks, and the Sharks has just taken off where college recruiters would tell people that, hey, look, there's a lot of college talent in California now because of the influence they have. I think that's a fair statement. Right. We've seen a number of players come out of California, Florida, Texas, yeah. um, Austin Matthews, as I mentioned, Arizona. And, and how about even the Massachusetts area, Michigan, um, first time we've ever had two American-born head coaches from the U.S., and Mike Sullivan and Peter Laviolette, they grew up about 30 miles apart in Massachusetts, and Sullivan becomes the first ever uh, U.S.-born coach to win multiple Stanley Cups. But then, now I will go to the next step. You talked about where they've expanded. The next expansion location is Las Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights. They'll have the expansion draft coming up. How interested are you as such a long time? I mean, you grew up on the NHL. You grew up on every sport, let's face it. But as somebody who grew up so much in the NHL, how interested do you see how this is going to work in Vegas? Well, you know, right from the start, Steve, the, the one of the criteria uh, as far as the league um, allowing Vegas in uh, was to sell out the building. And they did that pretty quickly. And, yep. and they did not allow um, – they, they wanted – individual season ticket holders, uh, not as many corporations and casinos, uh, for example. So it sounds like the um, the Vegas community really stepped up, and, and they've sold out the building, and they have a terrific general manager in George McPhee, and I know uh, visiting teams will be excited to go play there, uh, to go <laughs> spend a couple of days in Vegas. They might have a pretty good home record, the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll see. <laughs> But uh, it'll be fascinating to watch over these next few weeks some of the moves the teams make to try and protect players who otherwise they, they might lose. Uh, Vegas might stockpile draft picks in exchange for not taking certain players off other teams' rosters. And uh, because they're the only team coming in, you know, as opposed to some of the past expansions where you had two teams at once, so they'll, they'll get the pick of the litter. Um, and they'll get pretty much the 10th best player on every team. So. You think back to some of the other expansion drafts, and those teams were getting like the 18th or 19th best player. That won't necessarily be the case with Vegas. I want to ask you about the, the team that you work for, and I listen to a, a lot of games on Sirius, the New York Rangers. You mentioned Ottawa earlier. It's going seven with the Pens. That could have been the Rangers. So where are the Rangers now moving forward, in your opinion? Well, they had a terrific regular season. I don't think a lot of observers in New York would have expected 102 points. Uh, they wind up crossing over into the Atlantic Division, beat Montreal. Some would say they should have beaten Ottawa. Um, they had the better of the play in a number of the games they lost. They allowed some late goals, some overtime goals, lost the series in six, and you have to give Ottawa credit. So it'll be interesting over these next few weeks uh, as far as the expansion draft list. Uh, rumors about possibly buying out some of the veteran defensemen. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I still think Henrik Lundqvist has two or three or four terrific years ahead of him. He, had, he played his best hockey of the season during that Montreal playoff series. He's 35. We've seen guys like uh, Marty Brodeur and Dominic Hasek and some other goaltenders have great success in their late 30s, even go to Stanley Cup Finals. So I think he's good for another three or four years. Uh, will they make some changes? Sure. I think every year you see teams make six or seven changes, have some new players come in, um, you know, whether it's trades or free agency. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. Again, I think they overachieved during the regular season as far as what some of the expectations were and then uh, possibly underachieved in the second round against Ottawa. You're always busy, Kenny. So what's next for you? Well, 
couple of days of rest here. Um, you know, <laughs> certainly would not have minded a Game 7. That would have been uh, tremendously exciting in Pittsburgh Wednesday, but that's not the case. Um, I have about six or seven baseball games on Fox over the course of the summer. One happens to be this Saturday in Anaheim. But uh, aside from that, pretty quiet. Uh, like I said, some baseball games and then preseason football in August. But after uh, 33 hockey playoff games on, on the radio and TV <laughs> side over the last two months, um, it is nice to, to kind of catch my breath today and unpack and uh, just really do nothing for the rest of the day and over the next couple of days. Well, good. Well, I'll ask one more question so we can end this day for you. <laughs> and that that's as follows. Um, um, I'll jump from football to basketball, and then I've got baseball coming up as well. Uh, but I've always felt that by changing sports, I've, it always felt like it kept me fresh. Do you approach it the same way? By changing sports the way you do, does that keep you fresh? I think so, for sure, Steve. I really enjoy the variety, and, and I'm real fortunate, as are you, to be involved in more than one. Um, you know, during the playoffs, it's pretty much only hockey. I had one baseball game in there, and it's just so exciting. The games are played at such a high level. Um, but really enjoy the variety, and um, it's so exciting once football season comes around and then when, when hockey and basketball start up again. And um, also enjoy going to the various baseball parks during the summer. So, you know, one thing, the, the preparation to me, and we've talked about this, I really enjoy that. Um, I learned at a young age the preparation is the key. And even if I'm at home, you know, preparing for the next game, whatever that may be, that's a lot of fun. Also really enjoy working with, with the various analysts in all of the sports. Yeah. That's uh, one of the things that's that's so exciting to me as well. Kenny, a real pleasure. Uh, my best to, to your family. And uh, we appreciate the time you gave us very, very much. Always enjoy your work and with great respect. Thanks, Steve. Always enjoy it. Uh, hope to do it again soon. And, and please let me know if uh, Mr. Nittany Lion, Ben Bowman, does come on the show at some point. <laughs> well, I'll have to send you an MP3. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Kenny. Kenny Albert, without question, one of the best in the business. You want a, a guy that's a great football announcer? Kenny Albert's a great football announcer. You want a great hockey announcer? Kenny Albert's a great hockey announcer. You want a great baseball announcer? He's a great baseball announcer. You want a great basketball? You know, we haven't talked to him. Kenny's done some basketball over the years. Kenny, I'll tell you right now, okay, Fox would uh, would do well if they threw Kenny Albert on some Big Ten basketball this year. Just my opinion. Uh, but the Kenny Albert, not besides being a, a no ego guy, he's a pros pro. Great to have him with us. Jim Miller is going to come up in the next half hour, the author of the uh, book, These Guys Have All the Fun Inside the World of ESPN. And uh, also he did the book Live from New York, An Uncensored History of Saturday Night Live. Jim Miller in the next half hour. We'll talk with him. Matt Leon in the final half hour to talk about the Philadelphia sports scene. I don't know if we want to talk about the Phillies, but we can certainly do that as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season Purdy. For over 85 years, the Purdy Insurance Agency has been protecting families and businesses of the greater Susquehanna Valley and beyond. Our trained and knowledgeable staff has centuries of experience, so rest assured your needs will be evaluated and met by some of the industry's best representatives. No matter what your insurance needs are, call Purdy Insurance today at 286-5855, check us out online at purdyinsurance.com, or visit us on Facebook to see what we can do for you. For the month of June, the word is out about Sunbury Motors Kia, and the word is no. 
serious. That's right. No. As in no interest, 0% financing for up to 66 months. And no payments till November on all 2017 Forte, Souls, Optimas, and Serenos. And SMC has them clearly sale priced on the window. 2017 Souls starting at 15328 Forte starting at 15947 Optimas starting at 19997 And 2017 Serenos starting at 23894 And with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, you'll see why Sunbury Motors Kia is into no in a big way. No hassles, no pressure, no problem. Sunbury Motor Kia on the Golden Strip at Hummel's Wharf or at sunburymotorskia.com and say yes before someone else gets your Kia. Tax tags extra, zero percent financing, all quality customers to KMF. Restrictions apply. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, you can go to kia.com. Who can say no to that? This was missing at the wedding reception. This was the father-daughter dance. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, it was. (laughs) No, they played, well, I loved you first. So, and then uh, her and I had a private conversation out there during the course of the dance. So, and uh, we'll leave it at that. It was all wonderful things. So, all wonderful things. Dad out there reminiscing with her. So, you know, she brought up one negative thing that she did, and I turned it into a positive. I said, who cares? <laughs> like, how many times I could care less? <laughs> I said, 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 23 and a half years, I said, my goodness, I said, you, you never caused me a ounce of concern my whole life <laughs> that's true so yeah we we had we had a great time um you know it's uh, you know brother-in-law put a lampshade on at one point that wasn't good but i mean other than that <laughs> thought it went great thought you know we, we went by a tv set in the lobby we thought we saw the suit like oh look you know and everybody and everybody gathered around and said wow look indycar's on <laughs> D- DJ stopped everything. We all went out to watch the race. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Well, the uh, hopefully our listeners, if they placed bets for the Belmont, they uh, listened to last Tuesday's interview with uh, Lafitte Pinkai. He nailed it. He got it. He did, and uh, Dick Girardi did have uh, the top two horses. Dick had uh, he had Tappered finishing second. He had Irish War Choir one, but he had the seven-two uh, combination. Hmm. A great story about Patch finishing third too. Yeah, Patch finished third. Uh, I'll bet that paid some money to some people because that's a sentimental pick. And impressive. It was the Belmont on Saturday. Now we got the Warriors playing the Cavs tonight. In Oakland, and of course the Cavs had the 49-point first quarter. I texted Dick Girardi on Friday night, and I said, Dick, the Cavs are on your proverbial 196-point pace. Uh, And Dick texted me back and says, I still think they might lose. (laughs) Uh, I, like Dick Girardi, am someone who believes that the numbers are the numbers. You are what the numbers say you are. The Cavaliers hit 25 three-point shots on Friday night. That's 75 points. 
75 points off of threes. The Cavaliers are a good, not great, three-point shooting team. I mean, they have people that can shoot. Irving's a good three-point shooter. LeBron's really improved. Kevin Love's always been a good three-point shooter. You know, Kyle Korver's always been a great three-point shooter, and J.R. Smith's always been good. But they don't have a series of great three-point shooters where they can put five people on the floor, and boy, you know, like guess what? They all can hit them uh, with consistency. They don't have that. But they hit 25 the other night. They are not going to hit 25 tonight. Now, they might have a good night and hit maybe 10 or 12 threes in the game. Maybe. But they're not going to hit 25 like they did the other night. It's a little different ball game now. They're going to go on the road here. It's going to be a little different tonight. 